1: Love it with some passion, rubber band and the money that keeps stacking, got a honey who come with elite fashion, she too fine, I tell her that thing magic, you ain't a hustle, you broke, well that seems tragic, got a catch in the field like deep passes, I tell her plug, if it's sticky, then please bag it, I need the best cause I grew up beneath madness, um, Need a Matt mercy Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me might hurt. extra that extra seal. Whoa. buffalo money need extra bills till I'm so much I got a
0: breakfast deal I put my-
1: and what is going on, ladies and gentlemen It's your boy Jay the King we're gonna have to update some graphics cause we got a new member to the chop up crew. It's your boy Jay spence, like I said, I got my man Jeremiah Poyer in the building with me oh let me take this uh see I'm, I'm messing up man i gotta take this let's see what am i messing up over here all right boom there we go get my man jeremiah poyer kicking it with us uh for the chop up going forward on uh on from now Well, i guess on wednesdays we might change it for the season we might we might hit um a different day who knows but we'll see but the title of this episode is cancel culture strikes again and uh, i think we're gonna have a couple of different perspectives on this conversation but before we dive right in let's welcome jeremiah to the show what's up jeremiah what's good hey, man what up man how you doing
2: it's uh That's it's good, good to be here i'm excited um excited to get this going on. i love the the podcasting industry just being able to speak your mind and talk and uh come to some conclusions come some arguments and and uh move forward. debating is always a fun topic so uh i'm excited man
1: yeah i was telling i was telling joe um i said yeah. so now uh, all of the stuff that that me and jeremy normally argue about in text we can <laughs> we can actually move it over to the pie so y'all, y'all can hear how he be getting at me J- jeremy <laughs> he be getting at me so we're go, we gonna it. talk <laughs>
2: I'm getting a little better with not arguing so much, but uh, one day at a time, right?
1: Where, where, <laughs> that... well, just in general,
2: man, in general,
1: <laughs> Dude, I still it's I, I enjoy it. It's funny to me. I, I laugh at at, um, you know, when I see the conversations that you take part in on Twitter and stuff, and the way people respond back, and you you can tell I can tell like you're un- completely unbothered. But <laughs> people get under their skin and they're just so but i can tell you enjoyed it too you enjoy just just i enjoy it. the conversation
2: yeah absolutely i enjoy the conversation and if, as long as like the conversations movie eventually it gets to like a circular disagreement and you can't get anywhere with that um so i mean i'm i don't get bothered by them um but i love to talk about it i love having conversations i try to stay as respectful as possible on the conversations um but sometimes people just don't want to feel that way and they get a little disrespectful. So it is what it is.
1: All right. Well, so before, again, so before we jump right into the topic, for those who don't know who Jeremiah is, uh, let's introduce you for a little bit. Let's tell us about yourself. Uh, what, what should people know about you?
2: Um, I'm originally from Astoria Oregon. Um, Jordan Porter is my brother. Um, we are we're half brothers i'm half Samoan and half white and he's half black and half white and um, we were both raised together in in astoria oregon have two great parents uh poyer and julie poyer um they raised us amazingly i just um i just feel like at the end of the day, if you were raised right, you can, you can be respectful and be in these situations. So um, that's really the basis of me. The core of me is that I was raised right in a a great environment. So with around some great people.
1: All right. So you get to um, you get to hear uh, some of these takes all season. He's going to be kicking it with us all year. And, Hopefully, my goal is to push him at some point to his own his own show. Uh, we we kind of started to talk about that before we went live, but we had to stop because we had to go live. But I'm going to push him to it. We're going to get there. So let's get right into it. So like I said, the, the title of, of this episode is um, Cancel Culture Strikes Again. Uh, and so for this one, my guy, shout out to my man, D. Um, so for this one, it, it's it's a couple there's obviously several conversations that we can have when you're talking about cancel culture like we we could any angle you want to talk about we can talk about music we can talk about movies politics sports all of it when it comes to buffalo sports in general i feel like um when things happen whether it be uh political or for the most part, let's just, let's, I, I'll say political. Cause it, most things are rooted in politics when it comes to Buffalo and these type of things. Right. It, it, there's no, there, it just seems like there's always like an extreme, like there's never like, you know, uh, a disagreement in the conversation is always like, Oh, okay. We hate you. You're done. And so the reason why we're going to have this conversation now, so Jordan Poyer over the weekend, Um, he went live on his Instagram, made the announcement that, uh, there was a sponsor or two that pulled out and just, I guess, I I don't, I don't know the specifics. I watched the Instagram live. If you didn't go back on his Instagram and watch it, but we are going to talk about it really quickly. Jeremiah, before I ask any questions, just at first, what's your thoughts on the whole thing?
2: Uh, I, I mean, I'll try to lay, um the foundation of since the last year so they had a tournament last year and um it was it was a great tournament great show out they had people there that were and and jordan had a great time and ever since that day they've been working on this one so it's been a it's been a 300 diver and um Jordan's uh, brand manager and and the rest of that team has been working to try to set up this great event for charity. Uh, And it's been a very long process. And so as things were getting set up because of political standings and the name on the course, um, people had disagreements about having it at the course late into the setup. And... um, I obviously think that. <laughs> I obviously think that like the fact that we're taken away from a charity uh, event just because of the name on the course is a is a little extreme. Um, I think that if we're able to look at the grand scheme of what the event is for, which is for. Uh, i believe ecmc was partners for ecmc and and the kids there and the kids that can't pay for things that they need to and and then jordan his foundation also helps us with a lot of high school kids and and setting up sports for for the, those organizations that he wants to help with and it's just wild to me that we can't put aside something like a course golf course name um to to for the greater good i guess you could say for just just it's just uh it's a different space that we're in nowadays i guess um but at the end of the day we're gonna move um jordan's gonna find ways to get things done and he's always been that way he's ten toes down and so he's gonna help everybody regardless of of if the golf tournament happens or not but um yeah it's just i i I disagree with how it was handled um but i mean who am i i guess
1: (laughs) i guess it's it's just confusing because you would think for something like what it's for um it wouldn't be as much of a an uproar about the where now, I and I, so I'll be completely honest and I think I have been before. I'm not the biggest fan of Trump of my own. And I think I have you and I have had conversations about it. I think I've had other conversations about it. Um and even even Jordan, I think Jordan and I have had like certain conversations where it was like, you know, um we we share or we don't share the same views when it comes to certain political discussions. Fine. I'm not going to think that he should be uh you know traded or cut from the team. I don't think that he's a a, a jerk. I don't think even same thing. We could we could switch the conversation even to Cole. When you look back at how how the fan base, a certain portion of the fan base when Cole Beasley didn't want to get the vaccination for COVID, and just how everything kind of like spilled over into this whole thing like, well, Cole needs to be cut. He doesn't want to go fall in line with the rules. He needs to be cut. We need to trade him. And it's just, I just I just don't understand. Like, I guess when it, for me at the, at that part of the that level of the conversation, it's like disagreement is one thing, but then like once you start to, to cross it, it's, it's some ugly stuff that's said on the internet <laughs> on a weekly or on a daily basis. Man, I don't then, even know how you you deal with that stuff.
2: There's that like this whole idea that group identity and group politics to where like you can disagree with someone and still be okay me and you disagree on more than i can remember and you're my dog you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that's like and i just don't understand where we got to this point where everything it's like either you're on my side or i hate you and that's like how this how this has because like there's no more love between the individual person, like, like Jordan said on his, on his Instagram post, like he's not his political beliefs. That's not who he is. He is Jordan Poyer. And if you want to get to know him, you need to get to know him. Not, not he's, he's a a conservative or a Democrat or a liberal or a snowflake or or like, like all this stuff that people want to like identify you in a group. Like he's Jordan Poyer. He's an individual. And he's trying to do something to help with people, not people of his beliefs, not people that that believe the way he does. He's trying to do something to help help people. And the fact that people can't put aside their biases to help these people to look at a grander picture is just super wild to me. And and um I just don't understand it. Maybe I never will. I would love to sit here and have a conversation with somebody like a one that I can actually have a conversation with about these type of things and why they feel that way. But I, most of the people get into that bag of where you don't agree with them. Well, then you're a you're a bigot or a misogynist or you're this or that. Or it's like they want to put you in this group of it's just I don't understand it. And I, maybe I never will. Who knows?
0: Yeah.
1: And and. I think I think it should be a healthy uh, space to be able to have those conversations without it being, or without it turning into just ridiculous. Um, just the stuff that it turns into. Um, I, I, my man Daryl in the comments, and I was basically about to say the same thing. He says that sometimes uh, Bill's Mafia as a whole has a hard time with the middle ground on most things. Uh, it's not just Bill's Mafia.
2: This is this is about forty percent of the world has a hard time seeing the middle ground on anything. It's it's one way or the other. And I see where you come like it's there with Bill's Mafia, but it's also there with in a large portion of the world. And it's like, how do we get how do we have these conversations to get past that? And and I just I don't know where to go from there. Maybe it's just spreading as much love as you can regardless of what they think of you. Like that's where I've gotten to like just just love one another and love uh people that I disagree with and love until they get annoyed of love. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's something that I, I wish I had the answer to. And I don't know if there is one.
1: Well, I mean, I say it every week on, at the end of the code of conduct, take care of each other, love each other and live in peace. You know, as always stay positive, obsess negative go bills, all that stuff. But I I feel like sometimes it it starts, it it starts to become a saying. It it just becomes a cliche because people will say it and people will, um, you know, but, you're right, man. Like when it comes down to actually loving each other and treating each other right, man, it, it gets, it gets ridiculous. And then, uh, you know, and, and like you mentioned, the stuff that we're like, the stuff that is happening, it's a charity event. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Now, like I said, I'm the first one to come out and publicly say, I, I, I don't support Trump. Um, I, I there are things about who he was or who he is as a person, uh, the way he ran the country when he was president. There's just things I don't agree with. Fine. There's there's people who voted for him who agree with him. Fine. That's that's not the, to me. It, that that's a completely different conversation than. Hey, I'm gonna go play golf <laughs>
2: for some, for some kids or for charity. <laughs> like it's. I I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know exactly where um where to go from there like it, it was really late and who knows where where Jordan's going to go with it from there but um I, I do know that he has an announcement tomorrow that's coming out so we'll see what
1: happens with that yeah yeah we we'll, we can move on from it i just um was interested in your in your perspective on it just because it's like i've been around actually i've been around you guys for charity events too not just like on kicking it is like just to to hang i've I've seen how your team Deaver, he he does so much and not just even for jordan um i've I've seen him do things with other players I've seen him do things with um you know th- guys from different teams and guys from different sports and these guys put in a lot of work man on a monthly basis on a weekly basis to get these things done and to you know, rape basically well, I, leave their imprint on a community, and and then this is this is the the response.
2: I got some with that too, and and I, I heard this um, while having a conversation. Jordan may not, if you if you look at the political, maybe he doesn't agree, and he said this on his Instagram post. He may not agree with everything ECMC does, and, and, and as far as politically what they back and whatnot, that is different conversation. Now. Does Jordan go to all of the ECMC uh, charity events and and put on the best Jordan Poyer he can be for everybody involved? He he cares about these kids that are there. That he goes and shows up. He knows them on a name like a, on a name by name basis, and he shows up. Does he say no because we don't agree with our political beliefs? I'm not going to show up to that. I'm not going to put on my best smile. No, because it's not about that. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with who you who you politically back or whatever it is. It has to do with this is for kids that need that need this assistance. And that's what he puts on the forefront. And a lot of people can't put that on the front of their mind. And I just don't know how we got to that point. I I don't know how we got there or how to untangle that. Um, no I wish I could and I, I wish I knew. But I mean, it is what it is.
1: You know what? I, um, yesterday on the code of conduct, I lied. I said that I wouldn't talk about the Stefan Diggs stuff anymore. And I, I still really don't want to talk about the Stefan Diggs stuff. But, um, just in the same spirit of the conversation, like as far as cancel culture, because you almost got to see how quickly, even with somebody like Diggs, like somebody who I feel like, for the most part, when it comes to Buffalo, um, especially like during the season, he's like universally loved. Like, I, I don't think, like, when, if it's, if the game was Sunday, Monday morning, there's typically not too many people in Buffalo who don't like Stefan Diggs. Like, and I just think that we, we can agree on that. Right. So somebody who's universally loved in a city like that to almost get to the point where now, you know, and I get it, Twitter is a very small part of the fan base, but you, you see a lot of people who start to open up now, like, look, man trade this dude they don't want to be here to get rid of you know and it's like it's quick man and it's like i don't know i i think I, again it's a different conversation now but in the same spirit so quickly very very quickly now out of nowhere somebody who's loved we're ready to push out of the town i don't i don't get that i don't get uh,
2: it. it's i mean it's the fact that these nfl superstars are their whole lives are put on display and so mm-hmm. like when their whole lives are put on display, all it takes is for a group of people to dislike a portion of their life that's on display. And now it's everything. Like I said, it's like, you disagree with one thing, now I don't like you anymore. It's like, these guys are humans that have issues with one another, that work together all the time, like brothers, like they have problems. They have to go get through and get over. Like they, they're they human beings. Like, it, it is like, and the fact that, it's on display. Gives all these people a right to comment on how they're supposed to react in certain situations, and if they don't react accordingly, now we hate you. Now we want you traded. Now we don't want you here in Buffalo. Now we don't want you here in Dallas or wherever the wherever it is that you're at at the time. And it's not just Buff. Like I said, it's not just Buffalo. It's everywhere. It's like this problem is everywhere to where we can't display. that like NFL people have to feel like they have to hide who they are or else the group of fans that are gonna sit there and call for your head. It's like, okay, Diggs was a little emotional at the end of last year's game and and he showed it on the field. He cared about winning. Now let them deal with it before you sit here and comment on how he's acting and like maybe I don't I don't have to agree with how he's acting. Or, or how, what he's doing, or if the media is saying a certain thing about him, I don't have to agree with that. But like this dude just said back in the day, you didn't get to see into these people's lives like this. There was no social media. And that's why people were so beloved all the time. Now you're seeing into their lives and you disagree with them. And it's like. We want your head. Well, then you're not going to like anybody in the NFL. You're going to disagree with some people in the NFL at some point, or else you're just going to make them hide themselves 900% of the day. And they're not going to be who they really are. They're just not going to be that for you. They're just going to be this, this fake like poster boy person. And there's people that are good at that. And there's people that aren't. And, and if you want to be this fake poster boy person, then now once you start hurting the team, that's when, like, you can say, like, if, if you feel like this person's hurting the team, that's when you can say, well, I don't, I don't agree that he's allowing this to hurt the team. Maybe I want him gone. That's different, but it's been training camp. We haven't got, <laughs> we haven't even got to training camp. It's been the preseason workouts. Like, like, let's allow this thing to work out and see what happens. And then if it's if it's not working out, then you can make this these distinctions on them. But that that's where I think it comes from, being able to see into the lives of these. These human beings, where these people talking about it, nobody knows about your life. What happens if we dig into your life? What are we going to see then? Like, what kind of, what kind of problems are we going to see then, bro?
1: Did you see? Um, I don't know how much free time, like, um, like when I don't know what y'all do and don't do, but did you get a chance to catch on Netflix, um, the Black Mirror, the show? Jordan keeps trying to
2: get me to watch it, but I just literally, you, you should. Me. There's an there's
1: a episode, so the, the new season that just dropped. Episode one for season six is called Joan is Awful. And basically, it's like their version of Netflix on this fake show. They basically turn this woman's day, like her life, the real things that happen throughout the day, they turn it into a reality show. Oh, wow. Not even like not even a reality show. They, they basically it's like they cast it. And it's a complete, it's a show, so her life is on display for everybody to see. The <laughs> stuff that she doesn't want people to see, like she went to see her therapist, she got a text from her ex, and she went to see, you know, so it was like all of this private information and, and embarrassing stuff. And and I was talking to somebody, and I'm like, could you imagine if that happened? And like, literally, like the people that, we're, we're on here critiquing digs, we're critiquing your brother um, around the NFL. Like, we could talk about anybody. Somebody gets arrested for... I don't know, whatever. Now, some stuff deserves the utmost amount of disrespect. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I want to make that clear. Absolutely. I want to make that clear. Some stuff deserves the utmost level of disrespect when I talk about it. But then there's some stuff that's that's complete weakness. And it's like, why is why did this even make the news cycle? You get what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's like we have, uh, when we look at these people that are supposed to be they're supposed to be like here, right? They're supposed to be on this pedestal. And we have an inability to look in the mirror and compare, like, okay, really, it's really not that bad. It's just on display. But if mine, if mine was on display, people are not going to like, you know what I mean? Like, we have an inability to look in the mm-hmm. mirror and look deep into ourselves. And like, that's where, I, maybe that's where, like, this whole thing stems from like, we have to consciously, everybody has to consciously look into themselves and try to deal with the, the, the problems and the little kid that in ourselves that, that has all these problems that we are either, whether we were raised with or whatever, and we have to deal with that. Once we deal with that, all of the other stuff that happens out there from other people is not going to bother us. Like, and like, yes, there's a point, there's a limit, right there. Somebody does something crazy. Um, that, that is absolutely disrespect, like I'm gonna disrespect that person if somebody did something that's crazy, absolutely, but like we have an inability to kind of like empathize with people that are on a pedestal, and it's just it's just wild to me that if if we were in that situation, we would be looking for empathy, and it they wouldn't be there because of the world we live in nowadays.
1: I think so me starting to when I started this pod, I think it it kind of helped me. Obviously, you know, guys are guys like, you know, it's like, oh, he's a person just like me. But I think you really start to realize it when you get to know people and like you have like certain conversations and it's like, oh, no, this dude is really, you know, he's a 28 year old dude that likes to play Madden, you know, like, like, like really like he's he's just a regular dude. And I I think once you once you kind of really see that and um, you don't look at them any differently because they play football. Or basketball, or make music. I think I think that's when you kind of start to treat them a little differently. But but man, it I just couldn't imagine. Like I I would in no way, shape, or form would I ever want to be as famous or popular as like Jay Z, or you know, like I, there, there's no world that I would want to be.
2: He doesn't like- get to be public. He doesn't get to go
1: walk in the park.
2: It's just like it's like um, no. it's it's just wild that like we can't. I, I you can't empathize with these people, like you said, Jay Z, who who can't go walk in the park, who has to be on his like tippy toes, can't make a mistake, or else it's going to yeah. be on the national television. Like, I it's it's a tough situation. It's just like it's tough for them, and I, I like I said, they're blessed. Like once you once you get through your head that you're in a blessed position, like like Jordan's blessed. Don't get me wrong, but like I think that it's a lot harder to live that life than people tend to give it credit for. And, mm-hmm. and they know that they're blessed and they're also trying to bless other people. And then you get situations like this, where like you try to bless other people and because of the name of the golf course, we're no longer going to like, we're trying to take that away. And it's just like, dude, I don't know what you want. Like, what do you want from me? Like, what? I, I, I don't know, man. I I got frustrated
1: you know, about it during it, and it's just like... And I get it. You know, like, it's another comment talking about how Trump, Trump is such a polarizing figure, and some people can't see past the name uh, when it's associated. And, and again, so for, for those people, you know, there's a lot of people like that. There, there's a ton of people like that about so many different issues. But that doesn't mean that it should be acceptable just because some people are so um, unaccepting that they can't have a conversation uh, you know, I, I guess for me, cause again, I I'm, I'm the first one to say when I don't agree with something or when I don't like something, but to just straight up cancel stuff and, or to and try to get stuff um, you know, people, people lose jobs or people put in time and work a lot of energy. Let's move on. We, we don't have to keep <laughs> talking about, I have a question for you. Typically, because normally we talk about this stuff, and I didn't, act, I didn't even get your um, opinion about this this time. Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott both have been extended. As keeping them together. As, they should. So as you, they should. So you're four. You feel like it, it was the right move.
2: <laughs> I just don't. I mean, I know I got here recently. or I guess six years <laughs> is not recently. But like 17 years, 17 years without a playoff game. And you've been in the playoffs for the last seven or six, I guess, out of seven. Or am I right about that? Maybe seven out of eight. Either way, you've been in the playoffs since they've been here about 85%, 80%. And now we don't want – we've been in the AFC championship game, the AFC uh, divisional championship game, and now, we, now we're now we like, ah, oh, nah, they got us here. Let's, You know what I mean? Like they can't get us over the, the – the playoffs, this is why – this is where I, I – I disagree with a lot of people, the playoffs, once you get to the playoffs and you're a team that can win, there's a level you get to, then you just have to execute once you get there. Like that's on the players and the coaches to execute. Once you get there, that's not bringing in a piece in my opinion to, to get you over. You're already at that hump. This team that the bills have had could have won the Super Bowl the last four or five, six years, but like, or maybe not six, four or five years. And, and, uh, the fact that we think that like we got to keep adding and adding and adding and adding, like you, you, we just have to execute when we get there. That's that, like, that's all, that's all the differences between the teams that have won the Super Bowl and the teams that haven't. Like you just have to execute. and yes, adding pieces is great. Perfect. Like, but to say that we need to switch our coach to someone else and our GM to someone else who's been putting us in positions to get to the AFC championship game every single year. Just because we're not winning in those situations is wild to me. It's wild, and and people are going to disagree with that. Well, they made this coaching mistake in this in this position that, like, yes, they we probably should squib the ball. Yeah, all right, we learn from it, we, we move on, and we get and we get going. Like it's you know what I mean. Like whatever <laughs> you know what I mean. I it's just wild to me how people that have got us there, we just are so easy to turn our back on them, and we forget. Like I said, we forget where we were at. I don't even say I
1: wasn't here during the drought. I was in Cleveland crying every game. But <laughs> like, you know what? You know what? Though I get yelled at when I say that. They say, "Oh, that's a loser's mentality." Like you're still stuck in the in the drought. No, it's that I remember the drought. You know what I mean? Like I remember what it was like to literally not even be able to talk about football come mid January. Like I couldn't even, you know, like unless I'm just commentating because I'm watching somebody else's team. I, I, there, my team wasn't part of the discussion in mid-January. And you think that I'm going to be mad that we're in the discussion now, it seems like, every year? Every year. <laughs> every year. No, I'm not upset, man. No. I'm not upset.
2: No, we made some tweaks here and there. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, Let's try to build on this nice little Lamborghini we got instead of throwing the whole Lamborghini
1: and hoping the next one we buy is not a Pontiac vibe. Like I had in high school, man. Damn. Pontiac. I had a Corsica. I had a a Chevy Corsica. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, man. Cause so, cause talking about that, talking about adding pieces or not adding pieces, uh, D hop is still out there. Uh, he's been obviously linked to the Patriots, they they extended parker today 3 years 33 million i think it was something like 14 15 million guaranteed i don't think that closes the door for the patriots with DeHop. but i don't think just me personally i just can't see the uh, d- d- the list that DeHop gave of the quarterbacks but then even if you take out the names i heard <laughs> i heard take this out someone names.
2: yeah you still got mac thrown to you. I like at the end of the day, like you can you can try to hype up that, like you still got Mac Jones throwing you the ball, and like I, I heard that you know, I'm not gonna say who I heard from, but like, you still well, got Mac Jones throwing you the ball.
1: Well, like. see, because my point was gonna be it wasn't gonna, but I mean that's the point, but it was more so gonna be for me. It's like everything that Hop came out publicly and said that he doesn't want is everything that New England is. Yeah. So yeah, a Mac is throwing it to him, but then b they're they're it's just not the team, man. Like they don't have the, they just yeah, don't yeah, have decent it. defense.
2: Uh, and like, I, maybe that's one of the things he said he wanted a, a defense if they have a solid defense. I'll give him that. Um, but like, there's a lot of uh, teams that have really good defenses that have a quarterback that can throw you the ball. And like, like if you want money on top of that, which go get your bread, like I, I you can go to the Texans and, we'll the the Falcons and go get your bread, like, um, or I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that might give them some bread, but the good teams right now are not – they have spent their money. Like It's just like they've spent their money, and they have to like rearrange to get you what they can. And so you're going to have to make a decision at this point in the year. Do you want to – Do you want to go get your bread or do you want to go try to contend for a championship uh, with a quarterback that you said that you were leaving that situation in Arizona because you didn't like the quarterback situation? You didn't like the, maybe he didn't say that exactly, but you know, it was intended.
1: Right, shout out to Spin. Spin says to be fair, D. How has to give politically correct answers on podcasts or anytime speaking publicly? Otherwise, social media will crucify him. I don't know. I, I mean, I feel I I can see why you would say that, Spin. Yeah. But I I feel I feel like um we live in a day and age now where like these athletes I I don't feel like correct me if you feel like I'm wrong. How many athletes really give the politically correct answer unless they're in trouble for something? Like I feel like now when something happens, then they come out with the you know, I'm sorry, my team is sorry, I apologize to the city and the fans. You know, then they try to be politically correct. But I feel like now, the way people are, you say in games?
2: And like after games, like you're going to come out, you're going to ask the same questions. If you're going to keep asking the same questions, you're going to keep saying getting the same questions. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. correct But I mean more that, so yeah. like on a pod. I mean like on a pod. Yeah. Like Because so, like even like we talked about digs earlier, uh, Super Bowl week, you know how they have a uh, media row. Diggs went and did all of those interviews, and he was given answers there. That if people paid attention, then they would know what the issue is now. All right. I'm gonna leave that alone, but y'all go back and watch all the interviews, <laughs> and you, uh, Diggs, told you himself back in February what the hell the problems were. But right. anyway, um, you talk about uh, Antonio Brown is different. Uh, we don't get, but I, I'm just he came to mind because he just did an interview this week in uh, the podcast form where he was talking about um, why he quit, like in that game moment when he uh, blew up and walked off the field and all that stuff, whatever. But I, I just feel like the day and age that we're in now, these players, when they're speaking, I don't I don't really get on podcasts that they're politically correct. I feel like people now are giving you all the behind the scenes. They talking, they telling everything. Well, maybe not everything, but they telling everything. You
2: know? I, I agree that they're telling from their perspective right so like players have learned that media is going to try to create their own narratives so players have come out and they're going to give you true answers that create their own narratives and that that want that tell the story that they want to be told and that's like just the world we live in with social media where you have to go out and create your own narrative or else you're going to get you might get crucified if like trying to bl- make the blame on someone else rather than yourself. Like that's, that's part of the world we live in because if you don't, they're going to sit here and blame you for everything that goes wrong. And, but mo- for the majority of the time, like in the off seasons, like people will say, people will say their real feelings, their true feelings, I guess. Um, that's not PC, but D hop in, in that, like, it doesn't make sense in his situation because your actions are going to tell us your true story. So you can sit here and tell us that you want a great quarterback, that you want um, that you want to be on a team that can contend. But if you choose to go to a team that can't contend for bread, that's that's the answer right there. Your politically correct answers didn't mean anything. So it doesn't mean it makes sense to actually be politically correct about that. Like just tell your true feelings and you'll get, we'll get that. I mean, you just go get your shit. Like you
1: know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> And 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 the thing is, and again, shout out to Spin, but uh, Spin basically said that people will get at will get a D hop for being greedy if it is about money. I don't, me personally, I don't, I can't see anybody really being upset if it's about money for Hop. Like, yo, go get your bread. Like, at this point, it's either it's a, it's going to be about one or two things at this point of his career anyway. It's either going to be chasing a ring or chasing a bag. because like, at this point, what are you going? Know, you really going to be playing for the love of the game? And when I say that, I mean that seriously. I know, I know so many guys, I know guys who love the game. So I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but I could, I could love the game and play it for bread or yeah. I could love the game and play it while I'm getting a ring. But at this point, I'm not beating my body up at this stage of my life right? Right. Just and because I'm a I, No, that's not I'm how not, it works. I'm not going
2: to go out there and not get a bag and go to a bad team. Like that's not, that's All not right. where we're like, and early on, when he's made enough money, I guess, in that in his time span to where he doesn't have to do that. You don't have to go out there and and he's a smart Like he just seems like a smart guy. Like he can do things after football. Like at this point in his career, he's made enough money to where you get to make a choice. Are you going to try to get some more money, which is great? Awesome. Great for you. I'm advocate or go get you a ring or, or try to get you a ring and you're going to take less bread. Do you have enough money to do that? Like, awesome. Like that, that's like just the mindset you're in. And there's only two answers. <laughs> There's not there's not an in-between like at this point in your career, there's not like an in-between gray area. It's either you go get your ring and chase a ring and chase. And that's more, in my opinion, like love, like you, if you love football enough, you can stay there or you'll retire. You can stay Mm -hmm. here and chase a ring or you'll retire because you may not get the ring at the end of the season or. You can go get your bag, and you can play and have fun, and just you know, what I mean, don't get injured and don't take hit shots yeah. to the head, and you know what I mean. Like that's that. I mean, that's the point that you get to. And some people, I mean, maybe there is a gray area with some at, at this stage, but I'm with D Hop, who's made enough like to where he doesn't have to worry about that. Like that's the two answers that you're gonna get from him.
1: Man, just give me, just come and get this ring, man. come Might and as just, well. Might as well. Why not? Come on, man. It it don't make sense for him to go anywhere else. Like just, now I love hop. I love hop. I'm out here. I'm out here in Phoenix, so I get to. I've gotten to see him now for a few years in person. Look, I don't think that he's the same D hop that he was when he caught the hell Murray. You know what I mean? Like he's lost a step. The injuries have not a huge, not not a ton, but the injuries have, have kind of helped him lose a step a little bit there. He's a, a very, very, very good second wide receiver or, like, a 1B. Like, that's – that's he needs to go to a team with that. You go somewhere like the Patriots where you have to be the guy, he can do it. But he's not as explosive as he used to be. He's not going to create the same type of separation. Now, he's a great route runner. He has incredible hands. He's going to win contested – but come to a team like like this where – you got Diggs and Davis, and now Kincaid. I, like come to a team, come to a team like this where it makes sense, man. I have a difference.
2: I have a uh, just from the – I agree with you. Like he should go to a team that makes sense. I have a different opinion on him losing a step. I think that in this day and age, there is no one A without a without a group, without a group that can take pressure off you. There is no like great. You you're either gonna force it to that one A. Like mm-hmm. there, I don't think there is a situation like you have to have a one B. You, or else like when you get into the playoffs we're in a w and you're gonna get clamped and we've seen that before so <laughs> <that's> <laughs> so, so, like, so like it's there i don't think there is a like a like a one and one single one route receiver and I think you have to have multiple guys like I, the Bengals have many guys that like I mean if you if you just sit here and think about their roster, like that's how you kind of want to build a roster. Unfortunately, like well, not unfor- unfortunately for us, fortunately for them, they did it through the draft, so they didn't really have to pay these guys that much money. But like, it's really hard to get a one A one B it through free agency nowadays because you're paying them a lot of money. I guess in this day and age, just hopefully we can get D Hop for a I mean a reduced price. That would be ideal.
1: Man, D-Hop, come get a ring, dog. <laughs> come get I agree. a ring. I agree. And and let me clarify it as well, because I don't want it to sound like I'm taking a jab at him in any way. When I say he's he's not the same D-Hop, I just mean he's not the dude that, you're, that you saw in Houston. That's all I mean. I saw him here. He made Kyler Murray look like a decent quarterback. So that should tell you how good he is. D made Kyler Murray look like he should be in the NFL sometimes, you know what I mean? So like, also interesting that- with Deshaun
2: Watson, like we've seen Deshaun without D Hop. Like, like, I mean, what what was D Hop really giving you? Like, he was really <laughs> giving you a lot. And maybe and I and I've seen this with like OBJ, if your mindset is not in it, if you are not happy where you're at, you're gonna perform not well. You're not gonna perform as well. If you're right. happy where you're at. I think D Hop can be exactly what he was if he's happy in the situation that he's at. And but and the best part about Buffalo is you're not going to get any double teams because come to what, Buffalo
1: and be happy. Know what
2: I mean, like come be happy, yeah. man. Come be, come happy, be happy, bro. Me. Get one on ones all day. Yeah, bro. come on, one on
1: ones Look, one on ones. Loganberry and freaking what? Uh, wings, I don't know.
2: Some wings. I get dump. some fire <laughs> bill. Get <them laughs> Doug,
1: <Power> whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. Like. We got you, man. I got yeah. some people they can they can retwist his, his hair up for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I have him set up right, bro. He don't even got it. Anything he needs, already, we already and got a nice little snowbill
2: machine, bro. You yeah, I got to work if we get one of them things. You know, man. I mean? Let's home. do
1: it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Just come and get this ring. I'm so tired, man. I'm so tired of being, like, I just want one. I was going to ask
2: you, uh, how do you – I've seen a lot of these questions and, and it's it's just it's circular, but Josh Allen for one year get a ring and he never plays again for Buffalo. Or Josh Allen for 10 years and you don't know if he's going to win a ring or not, but he might.
1: I'll take Josh for 10 years.
2: I like that. I like that. A lot of, there was a lot of people that voted for Josh for one. Somebody, I see no. somebody –
1: I get it. I get why you would take one. Cause I'm again, I just said, I just give me one. I w- I only want one. But the thing is I understand that when you have a Josh Allen on your roster, like you got a chance every year. And I know some people don't look at it that way. We lost in the playoffs. We haven't been able to do. Okay. You got Josh Allen. You got a chance. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like it, it just is what it is. So one of these years luck is going to happen. Who knows? Maybe luck might happen two of those years. I, I, I'll take the chances and I'll also take the 10 good years of football. Yeah. You know how much fun, even though it is it, heartbreaking at the end of the year, but you know how much fun it is to go to games now oh. when we're 13 and three, as opposed to when we're seven and nine. Like it's just a completely different season. Yeah, I, from from my
2: perspective growing up, right? So I did follow Jordan or whatever team we had, mm-hmm. bro. The first game that I went to of his was Cleveland. This is how he met Rachel. So for Cleveland mm-hmm. at uh, or Baltimore at Cleveland, and I'm sitting there, they're having a crazy game. Jordan's been playing, he's been playing well. Him and Kirksey are standing up on the bench, and we're kicking for the win, tie game. And Baltimore blocks it and takes it back at the buzzer for the win. And Jordan's picture got caught on it and that's how he met Rachel. Rachel ended up uh, DMing it but I just thought like dude you can't get worse like not wanting to go to games other than that like I'll take going to games every time thinking that I'm going to win rather than going to Cleveland game like bro like Until that that score is zero or until that that board just says zero, zero, we win, you probably lost. Like that's those feelings is so bad. I hate it. I hate going to games
1: like that. Give me ten years of competition. Like going into the game, like so when we play against the best teams, I go into those games with butterflies, like, oh, this is gonna be a good game. Who knows what's gonna happen? Versus, oh, we're about to play against the Patriots, we're about to get demolished because Tom Brady's gonna put you know what I mean? Like you just knew when the Patriots, and then were even coming... if the score is
2: close, like Tom Brady's going to win it at you're some point. You just... yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. like, yeah. you're like, going to lose. You're going to lose.
1: Like fuck. <laughs> like dude. Like so. Yeah. I no, hate give me give me the competition because right now, um, I think I think aside from like his rookie year, I think I've maybe seen three, four games, including this last playoffs game, where I felt like Josh just let me down. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's in that's his entire career. So it doesn't happen often. Even if he's not playing well, he doesn't typically let me down because he still plays hard. Yeah. I think this last game, he still played hard, but I just felt like the whole team the whole team just didn't really seem like they were they people were there. keep
2: people keep like down in this this comment, like, yeah, they were out of juice. Like it was a long season and they were out of juice. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's not like, Oh, well, they're playing in the playoffs that are, well, like you can sit here and try to fake hype yourself up as much as you want pregame and try to, and try to be in that energy and that flow. If your body is out of juice, your body's going to tell you it's out of juice. And I just feel like all this year of traveling, Traveling because of the snow, trying to get in and out of the snow, and going to Detroit for some games, and and mm-hmm. the whole thing that happened before the season with with the tragedy before the season, and like then during the season you have the Pagulas that are going through whatever they were going through, you know what I mean? Like it's a it was a very extreme, and then Demar, and this is my I was going to bring this up earlier, but I forgot
0: mm-hmm.
2: the fact that it takes a tragedy such as what happened to Demar or like planes crashing into 9-11 for this world to unify is the problem in my opinion with the way the world is right now like it should not take this much tragedy for the world to come together it's like oh we all we all agree on that so we can unify no why do we have to sit here and agree on it for everybody to unify you know what i mean like it's, it's just it's an interesting prospect to me and i just hope that we can get to a place where at least the majority of the country can unify in certain things without a tragedy like that happening.
1: No, I completely agree. I even, I used to say, um, well, I still say it in certain conversations that I don't feel like we'll see the end of racism until uh, the earth is invaded by aliens. Then we'll all come together to try to kill the aliens, you know, but then even then it's still, we're we're hating somebody as opposed to just I've always, because and I don't mean that on a, on a grand scheme of things. There are more people. I feel like there are more good people than bad, but we're still going to have those people who, for no reason, just don't like somebody because of where you're from, the color of your skin, how you talk, the, the slang you use, whatever. You know what I mean? And, and it's just it's crazy to me. And yeah, it, it's just it's just insane that, that that's where we are with the world. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not
2: i I wish there was a an easy answer and I maybe I don't know what the answer is, but it's i and it, to, to be honest it starts with youth right it, like it has to or else like or else it's just gonna keep happening over and over again where people are gonna teach certain things as an adult to younger and that hatred is gonna fester in these pure kids these kids that have no hatred towards anybody they have no judgments towards anybody but because of if you're raised a certain way you believe a certain thing and now you have a hatred towards it now it festers and now you have a hatred towards whoever your parents didn't like or it goes opposite to where like you're a kid that tries to go opposite of your parents and now you have a hate it's like one or the other and instead of just treating people to love everybody all the same we we have this like keep getting keep getting keep getting and it's going to keep getting like parent to child to parent to child to parent to child it's it's a it's a mind-boggling cycle and and this is i mean some people want it this way some people like this cycle and and i'm sure, i'm sure that's the people that are in control of everything going on um but I I I, there's so many more good people out there to where we can end the cycle and it just takes it just takes that group like there's a certain group of people that we have to stand up and speak up and and just love one another love the people that hate us love the people that don't that don't hate us love everybody Like it, and that's where I'm at right now mentally it's like how do I help one another get to that point while I'm still working on myself you know.
1: I don't think it's just you though, bro. Like I know, I know you know that, and I know that's obvious. But I'm telling you, like it's it's not just you because then, like you, you will even think that you're growing to a certain space, and you'll think you'd be proud of certain things, and then just reality of of how things are will will tear certain things down. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's all of us. It starts with all of us. Last topic before we get on out of here. Um, Adam Schefter came out today and, and dropped a bomb, a bombshell. He said that um, more than a handful of players including coach uh, cornerback Isaiah Rogers, he's a kick returner expected to receive a season long suspension this week for violating the NFL's policy on gambling. Now um, in, the, in the article that he released it was highlighted six key rules Now, I, I, I want to read these because I want your reaction to, to A, the suspension and then the six key rules One, don't bet on the NFL Two, don't gamble at your team facility while traveling for a road game or staying at a team hotel. Three, don't have someone bet for you Four, don't share inside information. Five, don't enter a sports book don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season and six, don't play fantasy football Reactions
2: Um I I understand it because like you want to keep the um, integrity of the game. Right. um, So I understand the rules. I, what I don't understand is. um, So I was looking at some of the suspensions I I get like, right. You're betting on your NFL game. I, I don't think that I think that that's something where, yeah, you should, you could get suspended or whatnot because like that, takes into question the integrity of the game but there's some people that were just on sports betting in the facility and they weren't betting on an nfl game and like in those situations i'm like i just don't see the problem with betting like if you want to sit here and bet on on uh, what goes about the early basketball season while you're playing football like i don't see the problem with that and like so the rules are a little like um, but they are rules. You you need to follow them. So, I mean, I get it. I get the, I just, as far as the rule set, like I, I just, if it was just don't bet on NFL games. All right.
1: Let's see my, I guess my problem with the rules and I always have problems with rules, but I guess <laughs> my problem with the rules is that, you know, it's, it's your biggest sponsor as the NFL. Your biggest partnership right now is with betting partner. You have I think the NFL's, I think they have it both with DraftKings and with um, they have it with Boston. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. so when you're when you're, I don't know. I just I feel like it's it's sending the wrong message when you're saying, hey, yeah, we we partner with these guys, and we want all of our fans, all of our fans to partake in this. Go download this Pets Book app and. Uh, yeah, make your your parlay bets and and use this code for fifteen <laughs> free dollars and all of this stuff and then, I don't know. I just I don't I don't I, look okay. Don't don't shave points. Don't bet on your own game. Right. That's don't, that's an easy
2: rule. Don't bet on your I, own NFL game. With the easy. rest of it, I don't understand. I don't get the rule. That's why I was saying I don't get the rule set. Just don't. The rule should be all right. You can gamble. Don't bet on your NFL game
1: and or or, uh, yeah. or or even the same thing with like inside information if if I play for the Cardinals here and you play for the bills out there, and I- know, you and I talk and you told me some things that I know, okay, okay, I'm not gonna go and share that information that you told me about your game right, got it, so those things make sense, but when my biggest partnership is with betting i, I just but one
2: but we're good with Drake knowing every player in every NFL, NBA game and talking to anybody he wants to talk to, and he can go bet millions and millions of dollars on everything he wants to bet. We're good with that, mm-hmm. but we're not. We're not good with NFL players betting on on other NFL games, even if they heard like. And yeah, you could control NFL, you can't control Drake. That's the problem with uh, with that situation. It's just like, dude, at some point, at some point, people were just like. People are just going to give money to someone else to go bet. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to make it that, that serious, like um, I I just, I don't like the rule set. I just don't bet on your own NFL game.
1: I will say this too. And then I I guess I I probably, I probably shouldn't (laughs) say (laughs) no, I I won't, I won't say it, but there's, I just, I look at a lot of these rules a lot of times and it's just like, you know, um, the, the way that these things are handled, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of and I, I I, you know what I will say it I, I, at some point I do think that the NFL needs to stop being a joke when it comes to a lot of these um, the penalties for a lot of whatever we're saying is happening wrong in no way shape or form should you receive more of a penalty for betting than you do for domestic violence in no way shape or form you get what I'm saying like yeah if a man beat the crap out of his wife, in no way, to me, that should that be a four-game suspension?
2: Uh, Ray, because there's been, I mean, a lot of situations. Who who got a four-game suspension for... You
1: know? not, not, not any off the top. I mean, I'm sure I could just Google real quick a couple, like, the, the, the last... I know the Kareem Hunt when He got a body. year, didn't he? Or a year. Ray Rice got a year. Uh, I think uh, the most extreme ones were the videos came out. Um, pretty much get, you know, um, the the longer suspensions. But I, I look really quickly. Um, I, I don't even know why betting. I mean, betting
2: on your own game should be a year suspension. I agree with that. Like, I don't think you should be able to do that. Now, the Calvin Ridley situation was a little different. He wasn't playing, right? He was at all. he was out for the year. So, like there's a lot of loopholes that I, I mean, you would have to find a way to tie together, but um absolutely. I mean, if you, if you, if you hit a woman and you're caught on video hitting a woman, I don't think you should ever play again. I don't, I mean, and it, but if you are playing, I'm going to sit here and, and like Kareem Hunt situation, like he's playing. So would I like him on the bills? And is there, is there Twitter tweets of me saying like, he like come to play for the bills? Like, yeah, because he's playing already, but like, I don't think I think if the, the suspension after you hit a woman was you're never playing again in the NFL right away. I'm good with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would be like the, the way everything happened for Ray Rice to me. If you're going to be out here hitting women, and I think to me that's that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, but like, because even you look at um, Ezekiel Elliott. No, that wasn't four games; it was six games. Oh, was it? You know what I'm saying? Ezekiel was there a video Elliott, of him? If I, don't, I don't. Really? I don't quite remember. I, I I feel like he was never criminally charged. Um, but I I don't remember if there was a video.
2: That's like my. That's like like the the gray area with it is like if he's not charged and there's no proof of it happening, but you do have like accusations. How mm-hmm. that now it changes it, right? It's not. It's not a. Um, you're not getting suspended for like the Ray Ray situation. You're getting suspended for breaking the the. Terms of the NFL agreement, so like it's a different suspension, and that's like a tough. It's a tough gray area to play play in between because like he wasn't charged with it, and is it annoying if he did it, and got away with it, and he's playing again? Yeah, absolutely. But like you kind of got to follow like the baseline of the of the of the rule set. Um, it's similar to like like I don't want to get into that. Never mind. <laughs> no. All right.
1: No. Yeah, this week's, the topics were kind of heavy this week. Normally it's a lot more fun and laughs and uh, this week we're a little serious, but well, let's, let's uh, get ready to pack it on up, get on out of here. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you. Like if you, you know, your the, the <laughs> many debates that you have on, on socials and stuff like that. And then uh, we'll get, we'll pack it on up.
2: Uh, I'm on Twitter at J jpo, J P O underscore N A. I'm on uh, Twitch. I stream. I I play games. Make fun of me if you want. I play games. Uh, I stream on Twitch. Uh, Jer is cooling. um, Twitch.tv. And I forgot my uh, my Instagram is Jeremiah. Uh, Names on the screen, underscore season. So those are where I'm at. Um, I'm going to be posting a lot on there going forward, trying to hype up the chop up. I, I love doing this stuff. And hopefully I'm on more shows and, Hopefully I get on Spencer's show on uh Tuesdays as well going forward. So um uh, I'm excited about moving forward on the podcast situation.
1: Let's get it. And I don't know, first of all, I don't know why you brought up the whole gaming thing, like you're nice with it. I keep telling people, oh my, when I, when I look, cause because you 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 be talking the most. Like so so he's gonna catch this this work this season in Madden. And we're gonna start we're gonna start doing like Madden broadcasts and stuff like that. And and he's gonna catch this work. I just want y'all to know. But ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to uh welcome my guy Jeremy to Buffalo Rumblings and to the chop up. Oh, we're not gonna now. end it. Oh, I am nice man. Madden.
2: We're not gonna end it <laughs> with you saying that you think I'm nice and I am nice and
1: Madden.
2: You see, how I try dead. to slide. <laughs> you try <laughs> to slide out with that. No, 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 no. There's videos on me being nice and You go Check out when I came back down 3-1 to Jordan FIFA on the cribs. Buffalo Bills supposed to know that. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> I have to check
1: that out too. But I don't feel <laughs> but I feel like Jordan probably talks more than, than his ability. Like he but I know he's competitive in everything. He oh, can't be that good in everything. No, I mean, but he can't be that good in everything. Like
2: he's he's solid. He gets to a point where he's solid at games, but like he, he's definitely like his talking does a lot of the work in the in the certain situations. Yeah. That like he can talk you into playing bad. But like, if you get if you've done it enough, like we were playing basketball like a while back, and I busted him up in a one on one. He threw the ball at me, got mad and stuff. I I, I just walk away, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's all good. Like, but other people might get on. You know, he might get under your skin a little bit when he's talking to you for sure.
1: I've never seen somebody so freaking competitive. But, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know how we do it. It's your boy Jay Spencer King. Uh, Next week we'll have my man Sterling back. I'm not sure when Antoine is back, but this is the chop up crew: Jay Spencer King, Jeremiah Poyer, Antoine Staley, and and Sterling. Sterling's for the girls. That's what his name is going to be today. Go Bills! Let's get it. Go Bills.